Are you already recording? Yep. The uh, light's on, ain't it? Jesus Christ. I don't look at I things. I also can't see the lights. I don't look at things, Shawnee. Jesus. I spend all this time building the light. I forgot. don't even care. I forgot what character I'm supposed to be. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, is Mr. Sean Fabernet. I am Joey Bonnier. Here is your host, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello, gentlemen. How we doing? Good. What do we What do we do for food? Shwarma. I don't. Yeah. I still don't understand what this is. What it's is a, a shwarma? big spit of spinning meat that gets grilled as it spins. It's so he's like, but how do they give it to me? It's like a kebab. Uh, it'll be all cut up. Strips. Yeah. You get, strips. You get a pita on the side. What you can did make I yourself order, a, a sandwich if you want. I ordered the combo plate. Oh, I think you didn't. So. You got oh kebabs. no, you just got kebabs. Yeah. Kebabs. Yeah. Oh fuck! I got kebabs. Yeah. yeah. Fuck kebabs. Really? I fucked up. It's you don't just like, kebabs, like just huh? hunks of meat that are grilled, man. Yeah, how yeah but go he wrong? had a stick. Why didn't you they usually don't give me the stick. Why? So wait, I'm sorry. They're giving me the kebab. They're giving me the meat without the stick. Yeah, usually they just cook it on the stick, and then they, you know, it's a metal stick, and they just reuse the metal stick. So then they're they're, they're like not going to style. give me the sticks. I prefer the wooden. It stick. It is not a kebab then. I am. It is cooked kebab style. I don't know. Then I, I didn't. But that wait, might be what? fine. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> deep, deep dish kebab. kebab? It's cooked on a stick. It's a deep it's, dish <laughs> stick kebab. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah it's, it's uh, covered in everything and kraut. How do you, oh wait, yeah, what are the A's in Chicago? Chicago? No, nah, but like shawarma. How is it shawarma? Shawarma. Shawarma. No, I don't think that's, that's more like East Boston, Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shawarma. Uh, you got your shawarma. That's not in Chicago. You got your shawarma. Wash? Yeah, no. Wash, shawarma? Yeah, it's, it's like an easily shwarma? sort of, yeah, shawarma. All right, on. Yeah. Anyway, I have books. Yeah. Um, I have two piles here. Read to um, me. I guess we could do Pile? Both. There are two different, there are two. <laughs> Cat? They are, these are two different Kyle, themes. I don't know I why know. I put them both on the thing. I should have only picked one, actually. Um, actually, come to think of it. Jeez. Yeah, which one? My right hand or my left hand? Odd. Even. Well, so <laughs> odd is my left hand. Even is my right hand. If you say so. Clearly. Yep. So you're going to have to... Would you flip a coin? No, that one. <laughs> yep. Jo- you agree, Sean? Whatever you Too pointed bad. to. Okay. I, I get my way. Yep. Cool. You picked the wrong one, though. You picked the fucked up one. I'm the boy here. The theme mm. on this one's kind of interesting. Um, I, there's nothing fucked up about it. I'm going to add... No, I'm going to... Okay. Oh, yeah, there is. No pandering. No, it's not fucked up. There's some stories there that are quite There are up. some fucked up stories here. Yeah, I actually fucked up. I picked the wrong pile. Anyway, it's fine. It's all so, the fuck up. we have Lord of the Flies by... I forget. William Golding. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. We have Oliver Twists. But without the twist. By Charles Oliver. Dickens. I have Less Than Zero by Brady Snellis, which doesn't fit. Everything means less than zero. Hey, yeah, that one doesn't save fit. by zero. I have A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. I have Black Swan Green by David Mitchell. And I have Atonement by Ian McKeown. Damn. Are these all like... Books based on movies? Is that our theme? That is not the theme. No. Kubrick movies? The <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also not Lolita, the theme. Clockwork. Uh, did he do oh, Oliver yeah, Twist? There are two. There are two. <laughs> Kubrick <laughs> does <laughs> Oliver Twist? That would be awesome. Oh my God, I would watch the shit out of Kubrick's Oliver Twist. <laughs> no, no. May I have some more and then trip? <laughs> <laughs> more entrails? <laughs> that'll, be a little, that'll be a little, you know, a little Easter egg to figure out the theme here. Mm. Um, Ooh. But any what's anything creeping out at you guys? Do you have any questions on the books I have? Uh, I'm gonna read the other list just for argument's sake anyway. What? Damn. 
Just tease our listeners. We're not going to read them. We'll we'll pick one. Oh, and I'm going to add Double Moose by James Joyce. Jesus Christ. And I have The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. F. Scott Fitzgerald, man. (laughs) Oh, that was one. Catcher in the Rye. That was the other one. Jesus Christ. Got it. Those are the ones I made. Didn't we already do that phony shit? Yeah, we did. Oh, wait. And this one's meant to. And we both made phony jokes. It was Uh, too funny. Oh, you got an electronica book there. I do. I have the, I have, I brought my my Kindle Mm. because I have Goldfinch by Donna Tartt on it. Which also fits into the theme. That means nothing. All of those things. It's a Pulitzer Prize winner from like two years ago. Oh, yeah. That that makes makes sense. Yeah, because we know all the Pulitzer Prize winners. yeah, I know Dylan rejected it. That's all I know. That. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> we should talk about that, actually, by the way. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Is rejecting the, uh, the literature prize? Well, not so much rejecting, but just getting it in the first place. How do you feel about it, Sean O'Brien? I mean, I'm cool with it. I was fine. Really? He's, sure. I'm not cool with it. I'm maybe the biggest Bob Dylan fan I've ever known. Hmm. I get it. I mean, undeserving? it's, it's uh, we We've clearly reached peak baby boomer. But yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but but that's, and, that's depressing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I can understand it. I You know, it, sure. I, I, I just imagine, like, all the fucking poetry professors around the world being like, God damn it. Now we like now at least the students have a justification for saying, yeah. like, I want to analyze this song. Exactly. It's all like, the douchebags that wanted to analyze the doors and shit now that exactly. opens the door. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. You, kept use, worth you it. can't just use the same word. Sure again. Okay. Levels, baby. It's levels. It's fine. Not. It's wordplay. I don't it's know. That it's Anything uh, creeping out at you guys Mackie. over here? Uh, this little the, pile of books. The the Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. Uh, what the hell? Uh, uh, Lord, Lord of the Flies. Flies. Oh fuck! See, I shouldn't have brought this one. Ziggy <laughs> Piggy makes me think of Bill and Ted. I've never yeah, actually yeah, read it. Yeah, I've never crossover. actually read Lord of the Flies. Oh, well, it's a crossover joke. Sorry. And I feel like the text is really small and fucked up in this one. But we'll see. Well, Piggy, and then God, man, my brain just does what it wants. Fuck off. Why did you pick Lord of the Flies? Um, Have you read Lord of the Flies? No, I haven't. I've seen oh. two of the movies. Do you have anything I'm, creeping out at you over here? I wanted to do one of the uh, Kubrickian ones, mm. but... Uh, the Kubrickian ones? Which one? Lolita or Clockwork. Lolita or Clockwork. Probably Clockwork Orange, because I never read it, and I always think I should, because I love the movie. Hmm. We can. I despise Ian McEwan's Atonement, so we're going to just keep that one out. I had to you read despi- that. The movie or the book? Both. Well, you okay. Like the mo- the- no, the movie's not as bad. Is uh, that Sir Ian McEwan? You didn't McEwen? like the book? No. Really? Why not? Because we had to read in school, and school fucks up books for me. They they overanalyze too much. Interesting. <laughs> he says on a show about overanalyzing <laughs> books. <laughs> I did it ironically. <laughs> or at least after the fact, ironically. Exactly. No, but I I, really like I would appreciate it probably now. It's just the same thing as like when I played piano when I was eight years old. I didn't like playing Tchaikovsky. Oh, you were forced to do it. And I was forced to do it. Like, and I hated it. But it now I would academic. have loved to play Tchaikovsky now. I wish I could fucking remember all my piano skills. Yeah, school can make things ac- more academic than necessary. I, yeah, I read I read Atonement in college, actually. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah, because you didn't read in high school, right? Yeah, I didn't read in high school. I think. I mean, know, I read what I was supposed to read in high school. But By the way, that's bonkers to me. Yeah, I, I didn't like reading. I didn't, you know. The, yeah. the fact that there was a time in your life that you did not enjoy reading is yeah, just, just still picture uh, you like insane. always with a book glued in your face. I still vaguely don't really enjoy reading all that much. Mm. I mean, I guess I do. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's a live <laughs> sack of shit. Talking about, he's trying to not be nerdly. You're just denying yourself. I don't know what I am anymore. The only thing I know about Lolita <laughs> is that uh, the police song. I've never seen the movie. The police song? Yeah. Roxanne? No, 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 no. no. Don't, Don't stand, stand so, so close, close to me. me. It's yeah. about Lolita? I didn't know that. Well, it's no, it's, it, there's an offhanded just reference. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like the old man just in the like park. Just like that old man <laughs> in that book by Nabokov. Oh, <laughs> <The> wow. <line. laughs> um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, okay. So cool. So we have Lolita, Clockwork Orange. It's very apropos or, to our current Republican candidate. What is? Lolita? <laughs> 
character. Oh, I guess he's hitting on ten year olds, telling you. Lolita's go out way with prettier. You do the math. I don't yeah. know if I feel like reading fucking Lord of the Flies. I never read Lord of the Flies. Then you fucking wow. picked the book. I never Jesus read it either. Christ. Why even ask? Is if you're just gonna do what you want? Because that's what he does. Yeah. I usually do what you guys want. <laughs> nah. I almost it's pretty always much a crapshoot. <laughs> I guess it can be. It's. Well, we narrow it down, I, and it's yeah, usually if I, whatever like, Joey just doesn't randomly want. suddenly picked Black Swan Green. It's definitely usually what Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I almost started reading it. I should get my way, though. That's that's how it should be. You're right. You should get your way. Yeah, I'm the baby. I feel like two times before this, we would have read like your birthday one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Did we do one before? That might have been the no, last one. I don't know what day it is. It's been a long time. I, yeah. All right, Clockwork Orange baby. or Lolita. Gotta love me. Clockwork uh, Orange or Lolita. the baby his bottle, Clockwork. Big brown eyes, clockwork? I'm really yeah. cuddly. Shit, why did I pick this fucking... This is not going to be fun. A little bit of the ultra. Yeah. So, Anthony Burgess. In out, in out. I'll have a little milk. I haven't... I ha- Full disclosure, I have not read this, unfortunately. Um, Are I you fucking kidding me? You're no, lying. I'm serious. I haven't. Um, well, I've had it for a long me. time. I've been meaning to read it for a long time. You no, haven't even read the script? Read or? No, I haven't no. read the script. I don't read screenplays. Fuck that. I don't know. You, yeah. Fuck that I just, shit. He no, just I writes movies. Them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I do know the one thing about Anthony Burgess that works very well, especially for this podcast and for me, is that he is a monster fucking Joycean. He adored James Joyce. And this book, in like specific, is sort of inspired by Finnegan's Wake. That's so um, interesting. <laughs> those are all like kind of neo- ne- uh, neologisms, I guess. Is that a right word? No. Uh, neologism? Neologism? Neologism. Sure. I don't know if that's a word. I feel what like do you mean word. by that? Yeah, I think you're... Uh, new, uh, basically like a, a, a new form of a word. Like you kind of create a new linguistic yeah, yeah, style. I, I, I think whatever. you just made up that word. I may have. No, no. That's yeah, a word. I feel like I'm right. N-E-O. Okay. That's a word. Word. <laughs> um, oh. Well, all right. So any questions? Have you, you guys have all seen the movie, obviously. Should we just get into it? Sure. A little bit of ultraviolence, if we will. All right, cool. Fuck it. Um, Anthony Burgess, A Clockwork Orange. Part one. Oh, I'm going to have to do a British accent. I don't want to do a British accent. You don't have to. We did the fucking... Remember the time I no fucking... No one was going to say a thing until you said that, by the way. God That's why it. he says it. I'm not going to try. <laughs> Four scores! <laughs> What's it going to be then, eh? That was me. That is Alex and my three droogs. That is Pete, Georgie, and Dim. Dim, being really dim. And we sat in the Corova milk bar, making up our Zutox what to do with the evening. A flip, dark, chill, winter bastard, though dry. The Corova milk bar was a milk plus mesto. And you may say, oh, my brothers have forgotten what these mestos were like. Things changing so scurry these days, and everybody very quick to forget newspapers not being read much neither. Well, what they sold there was milk plus something else. They had no license for selling liquor, but there was no law yet against prodding some of the new vetch, vetches. Yeah, vetches, what they used to put in the old maloco. So you could just, so you could peat it with veliset or centimesque or dreadcrumb or one or two other vesceses. Vesceses, vesceses, vesceses. I have no idea what that is. V-E-S-H-C-H-E-S. It's not a word. Oh. It's not a real word. Um... Most of the things I'm saying are not real words. Yeah. It's uh That's just what which would give you jokes. a nice quiet horror show fifteen minutes after admiring Bog and all this holy angels and saints if your left shoe were lights bursting all over words. your muzzle. Or you could peat milk with knives in it, as we used to say, and this would sharpen you up and make you ready for a bit of the a bit of dirty twenty to one. 
And that was what we were repeating this evening. I'm yeah, if I'd never seen this movie, yeah, there's no way I'd be hanging in for this. It's too douchey. It's like way off the douche. Like just all of these, you know, just starting out with a shitload of words that don't exist. And like, yeah, that would just throw me out. That's why I could never get through the uh, uh, with Three Musketeers. Just can't how many, past the names. How many pages do you give it? Or do you not even give it a page? I mean, at this point. That first done. word. Yeah. Like, you got to <laughs> give it a few pages. I, I'm it ju- like a robot milk bar making up our Razudox. Exactly. What's we're a Razudox? <laughs> yeah, we're fucking done. Let me Google this. Google's Razudox. <laughs> Made up word by Anthony Burgess. <laughs> Fuck this piece of shit book. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's John Fox. That's an accurate re- reenactment. <laughs> well, let's try it then. I mean, let, that's a fun little first chapter, right? I mean, first little part. Let's just go through it. Um, Razudox. What do you think that means? Risotto. Uh, uh, dim being really dim, and we made it, uh, we sat in the Corova Milk Bar making up our Rizudox. What to do in the evening? Yep, a flip dark chill winter bastard though dry. The Corova Milk Bar was a milk plus Mesto M E S T O. I just like speakeasy is what I get out of the context. That works. But there you go. Exactly. Again, because I've seen the movie. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but they didn't say Mesto in the movie. No, but like I have the mental image of that Dolly in, and like you'd get it though. The Corova Milk Bar. Was a milk plus mesto. Yeah, I'd have to try really hard though. <laughs> and you may, oh my brothers, have forgotten what these mestos were like. Things changing so scory. S K O R R Y these days. Scory. Quickly? Yeah, as into like scurry, like a little bug. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, and everybody very quick to forget newspapers not being read much neither. Well, how much of this is like something. him making shit up and how much of it is like actual British slang though? Yeah, I thought a lot of this was Cockney slang. That's why I was kind of... Yeah, like the rhyming slang shit. Um, I don't know. I don't think scary is a word. I don't think mestos is a word. I don't think resudex. I think it's inspired by Cockney, but... Mm. No, they're not words, but maybe, future like, maybe they rhyme with something and that's code or for you know. I mean, sure, but I mean, you guys just said scurry and Rizudox, and I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Let's move. Sure. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we get it. We'll just keep moving on. Well, Mazog would be fun, right? Uh, but, but, but where was it? Um, so you could peat it with Veliset or nice. Centimesque or Drencrum or one or two other Veshesses. Veshes is funny. V-E-S-C-H. Yeah, I Googled that one. V-E-S-H-C-H-E-S. Mm. Uh, a thing or object. It's a real word. No, that's a fake oh. word, but that's what they say is yeah, the, I guess gotcha. the, the urban dictionary for it. Yeah, gotcha. that works. Uh, admire a bog and all you as holy angels and saints in your left shoe with lights bursting all over your mozog. M-O-Z-G. Any guesses? Uh, a mozog sounds like a really cool uh, creature. All right. I would mozog say, I would say your. I would say it's like your person. You're thinking of mugwai. Yeah. Or true. your shoes. I wasn't really thinking about the context there. I was just kind of. All right, let's move on. Um, uh, repeating this evening, I'm starting off the story with. Mm. Our pockets were full of deng, so there were no real need from this point of view of crash, of, of crasting any more pretty Polly to Tolshuk, some old vec in an alley, and Vidium swim in his blood while we counted his takings and divided by four, nor to do the ultraviolent on some shivering starry gray-haired ptista in a shop and go smecking off with the till's guts. But, as they say, money isn't everything. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, I hated this movie the first time I saw it because of the same douchebaggery. Interesting. It definitely grew on me over time. The four of us were dressed in the height of fashion, which in those days was a pair of black, very tight tights, with old jelly mold, as we called it, fitting onto the crutch 
underneath the tights, this being to protect and also a sort of design that you could video clear enough in a certain light so that if I had one piece, uh, so that I had one in the shape of a spider, Pete had a rooker, a hand that is, Georgie had a very fancy one of a flower, and poor old Dim had a very hound and horny one of a clown's listo, face that is. Dim, not ever having much of an idea of things and being beyond all shadow, a doubting Thomas, the dimmest of, the, of we four. When he says Listo face, that is, that's not you adding that. That's actually direct text, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so they're he's, in, they're he's starting to define, de- define his own words. Yeah, he's helping you. He's helping you out. A little less douchebaggy. Oh, okay, Mr. Sean. Do you, uh, here, let me, I'll add the douchebaggery for you. Do you know what Clockwork Orange stands for? Um, I've heard it many times and always forget as soon as I'm told. Yeah, I forget too. I guess we'll save it to the end. <sighs> that's douchebaggery. <laughs> Then we wore waisty jackets without lapels, but with these very big built-up shoulders, peckloches, we called them, which were a kind of mockery of having real shoulders like that. Then, my brothers, we had these off-white cravats, which looked like whipped-up cartoffel or or spud with a sort of design made on it with a fork. We wore our hair not too long, and we had flip horror show boots for kicking. What's it going to be then, eh? There were three Devochkas sitting in the corner altogether, but there were four of us, Mal- Malchiks, and it was usually like one for all and all for one. These sharps were dressed in the height of fashion, too, with purple and green and orange wigs on their gullivers, each one not costing less than three or four weeks of those sharps' wages. I should reckon and make up... A- the shop's wages, I should reckon, and make up a make up to match. Rainbows round the glazies, that is, and the rot painted very wide. Then they had long black, very straight dresses, and on the gruddy part of them, they had little badges of, of like, silver with different Malchik's names on them, Joe and Mike and such like. There were supposed to be names of the different Malchik's they'd spatted with, they'd spatted with before they were fourteen. They kept looking our way, and I nearly felt like saying the three of us, out of the corner of my rot, that is, should go off for a bit and pull and leave poor Dim behind, because it would be just a matter of cupping Dim a lemmy, a demi-litre of white. Lemmy rings? <laughs> uh, of white, but this time with a dollop of centimask in it. But that, wouldn't have, but that wouldn't really have been playing like the game. Dim was very, very ugly, and like his name, he was a horror show filthy fighter and very handy with his boot. What's it going to be then, eh? The Chelevex sitting next to me. There, huh? You said you weren't going to do the accent. It just slips in. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you fucking shedding light, huh? With the sausage. <laughs> why are you fucking <laughs> flapping yeah. your sausage out around? Yeah, turn it on him. <laughs> the Chelevex sitting next to me, there being the long, big, plushy seat that ran round three wall, walls, was very well away of his glasses glazed and sort of bubbling slovos, like Aristotle wishy-washy works outing Clayman get... Forficut, forficulate. Jesus. What? Forfic, <laughs> forficulate. Smartish. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> Aristotle wishy washy uh, okay. works out in claim and get forficulate. Smartish. What the? Is this a tongue twister? Is that, what, what is it? Say that sentence again. I want to do it. Or Aristotle. <sighs> God damn it. Aristotle wishy washy works out in. Out in God damn it. Cyclamen? Cyclamen. Yeah, that makes more sense. Outing cyclamen get. For ficulate, for ficulate smartish, yeah. <laughs> Aristotle wishy washy outgoing Simon for ficulate smartish. He was in the land, all right, well away in the orbit, and I knew what it was like, having tried it like everybody else had done. But this time, I got to thinking it was a cowardly sort of valley. 
Well, my brothers, you'd lay there after you'd drunk the old Maloko, and then you'd get the messel, and everything all round you was sort of in the past. You could video it all, right? All of it. Very clear. Tables, the stereo, the lights, the sharps, and all the malchicks. But it was like some vesh that used to be there, but not there, and not no more. And you were sort of hypnotized by your boot or shoe or a fingernail, as it might be. And at the same time, you were sort of picked up by the old scruff and shook like it may be a cat. You got your shook and shook till there was nothing left. You lost your name and your body and yourself, and you just didn't care. And you waited until your boot or your fingernail got yellow, then yellower and yellower all the time. Then the lights started cracking like atomics in your boot or fingernail, or, as it might be, a bit of dirt on your trouser bottom turned into a big, big, big mesto bigger than the whole world. And you were just going to get introduced to old Bog or God when it was all over. You came back to here, and now whimpering, sort of, with all your rot all squaring up for a boo-hoo-hoo. Now, that's very nice, but very cowardly. You were not put on this earth just to get in touch with God. That sort of thing could sap all the strength and the goodness out of a Chalavik. What's it gonna be, then, eh? <laughs> the stereo was on, and you got the idea that the singer's golos was moving from one part of the bar to another, flying up to the ceiling and swooping down again and whizzing from wall to wall. It was Bertie Lackey, it was Bertie Lasky, rasping a real starry oldie called You Blister My Paint, one of the three pistas at the corner. Yeah, one of the three tistas at the corner with one of the, the one with the green wig kept pushing her belly out and pulling it in in time, what they called the Tista, music. the old people? Tistas, yeah, at the counter. Um, I could feel the knives and the old Malaco starting to prick and now I was ready for a bit of 20 to 1. So I yelped, out, 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 like a doggy. And then I, cr- and I cracked this Vec who was sitting next to me in well way and burbing a horror show crack in the oku or ear hole, but he didn't feel it. And went on with his telephonic hardware and with the farfaculi, farfac, goddammit, farfaculi, far, 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 kululi, C-U-L-U-L-E. Dear God, make me birds back far, 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 far away. Far, far, kululi gets rub-a-dub-dub. He'd feel it all right when he came to out of the land. Where to? said Georgie. Oh, just to keep walking, I said. And video what turns up, oh, my little brothers. So we scattered out to the big winter notchy and walked down Margarine, uh, Marganita, Marganita Boulevard. Margarita. Purred into, into Bootby Avenue. Oh, uh, Margarita. Avenue. All right. And there we found what was pretty well looking for, a, melen- a Malenki jest to start off the evening with. A Malenki jest to start off the evening with. There was a dottery, starry, schoolmaster-type Vec, glasses on and his rot open to the cold, notchy air. He had boots under his arms and a crappy umbrella and was coming around the corner from the public bi- uh, bi- biblio, which Checo. not many ludies use these days. Good. You never saw the many of old bourgeois type after nightfall those days. What, this, what with this shortage of police and we find young Malchiki wicks about. And this prof-type Chelevec was the only one walking in the whole of the street. So we gullied up to him, very polite, and I said, Pardon me, brother. He looked at Melenki a bit poogly when he vidied the four of us like that, coming up so quiet and polite and smiling. But he said, Yes, what is it? In a very loud teacher-type golos. But if he was trying to show us, uh, as if he was trying to show us he wasn't poogly, I said, I see you have books under your arm, brother. 
Is it indeed a rare pleasure to these days to come across somebody that still reads, brother? Oh, he said, all shaky. Is it? Oh, I see. And he kept looking from one to the other of we four, finding himself now like in the middle of a very smiling and polite square. Yes, I said. It would interest me greatly, brother, to see... It would interest me greatly, brother, if you would kindly allow me to see what books those are that you have under your arm. I like nothing better than this world than a clean, clean... Than a good, clean book, brother. Clean, he said. Clean, eh? And then Pete's... Pete fatted from these three books from him and handed them round real scory. Being three, we all had one each to Viddy at except for Dim. The one I had was called Elementary Crystal... Elementary Crystallography. So I opened it up and said, Excellent, really first class, keeping turning the pages. Then I said in a very shocked type gallus, But what is this here? What is this filthy slavo? I blush to look at this word. You disappoint me, brother. You do, really. But, he tried, but, but. Now, said Georgie, here is what I should call real dirt. There's one slovo beginning with the, an F and another with a C. He had a book called The Miracle of the Snowflake. Aw. Hi, snowflakes. Paula <laughs> uh, Tinkerts. Thanks. Oh. Said poor old Dim, smotting over Pete's shoulder and going too far like he always did. It says here that what he done to her, and there's a picture and all. What? Why? He said, "You're nothing but a filthy-minded old skate bird." An old man of your age, brother. I said, and I started to rip up the book I got, and I could get the others with the same ones they had. Dim and Pete doing a tug of war with the rhombodural system. The starry prof type began to creech, but. Those are not mine. Those are my property of the municipality. This is sheer wantonness and vandal work. Or some such loss. And he tried to sort of wrest the books back off of us, which was pathetic. You deserve to be taught a lesson. You, oh, sorry. You deserve to be taught a lesson, brother, I said. <laughs> <laughs> that you, it's all in the same paragraph. I still like it either way. You deserve to be taught a lesson, brother, I said. That you do. The crystal book I had was a very tough bound and hard to razor to bits. Or, sorry, razzraz to bits, being real starry and made in these days where things were, were made to last like. But I managed to rip the pages up and chuck them in a handful like snowflakes, though big, all over this creeching old Vec. And then the others did the same with theirs, old Dim just dancing around the, like the clown he was. There you are, said Pete. There's the mackerel of the cornflake for you, you dirty reader of filth and nastiness. You naughty old Vec, you, I said, and then we began to filly around with him. Pete had his rockers, and George sort of hooked with a rot, uh, hooked his rot wide open for him, and Dim yanked out his fake his false zoobies, upper and lower. What the fuck? Zoobies or teeth, probably. Zoobies, zoobies, zoobies. I'm just imagining, like, futuristic weapons. Mm. He threw these down. Laser swords. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> he My threw zoobies. these down on the pavement and then treated them to the old boot crush. Though they, they like well, teeth, but, <laughs> uh, though they were hard bastards like being made of some new horror show plastic stuff, the old Vec began to make a sort of chumpling shooms. Woof 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 So George let out a howling his goobers apart and just let him have one in the toothless rot with his zingy fist. <laughs> and that made the old Vec start no. moaning a lot then. Then turn then out comes the blood, my brother's real beautiful. So all we did then was to pull his outer platters off, platies off, stripping him down to his vest and long underpants. Very starry. Dim smacked his head off near. And then Pete kicks him lovely in the pot. 
and we let him go. Right in the pot. <laughs> he went sort of staggering off, it not having been too hard of a tolchik, really, going, oh, 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 not knowing where or what or what, where or what or what really. And we had a snigger at him and rift through his pockets, dim dancing round with his crappy umbrella meanwhile. But there wasn't much in them. There were a few starry letters, some of them dating right back to 1960 with my dearest dearest in them and all the chipuka and a key ring and a starry leaky pen. Old Dim gave up his umbrella dance and, a sort, and of course had to start reading one of the letters out loud like to show the empty street he could read. My darling one, he recited in this very high type gloss. I shall be thinking of you while you are away and hope you would remember to wrap up warm and when you go out at night. Then he let out a very schmoozy smack. Ho, 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 and pretending to start wiping his yam with it. All right, I said. Let it go, my bro. Oh, my brothers. In the trousers of this starry veck, there was only a malinky bit of cutter, money that is, and not more than three gollies, so we gave all his messy little coin the scatter treatment, it being hemcorm hem to the amount of pretty poly we had on it already. Then we smashed the umbrella and raz and raz rezzed his platies and gave them to the blowing winds, my brothers, and then we'd finished with the starry teacher type veck. We hadn't done much, I know, but there was... Only like the start of the evening. That was only like the start of the evening. And I made no epipolylogies epi <laughs> epi to three <laughs> or a thine of that. The knives and the milk plus were stabbing away. Nice and horror show now. Ap ap apologize. <laughs> I, I firmly apologize. I deeply apologize. I, I, yes. <laughs> the next thing was to do the Sammy Act. Do you have any st questions, by the way, where we're at? Let me keep going. No, I mean, it's it's, a, it's interesting that the, how much detail we're going into this one episode because I'm just picturing it from the movie. But, I mean, that's the deal. You know, it's, a book's going to be more detailed. I, I like it. I like it so far. It's just tough to definitely understand because of all the different words. You just have to kind of maybe read a sentence over and over again to get the context for me. Yeah, be, probably. For me, I mean, I'd have to maybe read a few sentences over again. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's okay for me. I don't mind that so much. But I think Sean Fall would be... Less than happy. No, I was just going to say the book is much thinner than I expected it to, be, it to be. So it is kind of surprising me that we are spending so long on this kind of like opening scene that is just, you know, rather glossed over in the movie, I feel like. like yeah. this We're is, not actually spending. It was, that was a page and a half. That wasn't that long. It's just it's taking a long time because the words are so kind of crazy. So it feels longer than not. Douchebaggery. <laughs> um. So we don't run out of time. A Clockwork Orange. Um, Isn't it just the juxtaposition of uh, something natural and something mechanical? 100%. Okay. That's it. You got yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah, you told me that before on another episode. Oh, got it. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, I'm not that smart. Oh, got it. <laughs> it's a paradox. It's yeah. a paradox. Yeah. So it, who is clock? Is Alex the Clockwork Orange? Well, Alex. It, the so, world. So no, 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 no. The 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 world is filled with clockworks, right? People doing what they're supposed to. It, it, it is it is society is a mechanized element, right? Yet everybody kind of represses their natural urges. The okay. the, the an orange is sure. a is a natural entity. A clockwork is a, a thing, right? So Anthony Burgess um, got the phrase. It's an old Cockney phrase, which actually means um, queer than the queerest thing imaginable. Um, 
And that is a clockwork orange because it is a paradox, right? Like what is a clockwork orange? How can, what is the juxtaposition between something natural and something entity? A clockwork orange doesn't make any sense. There cannot be something that is mecha- mechanically natural. And yet all humankind seems to be, right? We, we act in this mechanical sense. Um, and yet we underneath us is there. Yeah, the singularity. Exactly. Underneath us is that sort of natural urge to be violent. So if we think of the movie, right, we've got um, the, the writer. The writer uh, appears to be all clockworky, right? Um, Yet, what's his 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 um, doorbell is Beethoven, mm. right? And Beethoven is violent music. It is right. natural Vulgar. there, right? Mm. Um, e- even the so the guy in this opening scene, right? Later on, he ends up kind of uh, you know, enacting his revenge on Alex and being just as violent, and everybody else they're just as violent as well, right? Um, the boys again eventually become cops in the end, right? And they they u- utilize their sort of natural urges in a weirdly mechanical. It still goes on today, right? It's very prevalent. <laughs> exactly. Today. Yeah. So so I love that. Alex, in a weird way, is the only person in this story who is completely natural to his own kind of human urges. Mm-hmm. He he do, he he fucks when he feels like it. Unencumbered. He, he kicks. You know. He fights when he feels like it. He does whatever he wants. He steals. He is completely unencumbered. You know, unencumbered. Exactly. Um. But what happens, right? We we try to implant um, the the morality, the mechanics of not morality. We try to 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 implant the mechanics of society in him. Mm. Um, the clockwork, so yeah. rudely forced, and uh, um, we turn him into a clockwork orange, and a clockwork orange ultimately cannot survive. Um, hence, why he you know tries to do what he does. What so did, how, is the ending the same in the book as the movie? Does he kind of? Remember? Do they do they end rev- up like does he revert, it? revert back to his orange state? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we can. We oh can yeah, read the, I haven't read it. I, I haven't read it. I don't know. Should we spoil it? May as well. Um. Okay, let's see here. Uh, but of course, you are still very young. Eighteen, I said. Just gone. Eighteen, eh? Said Pete. So Pete is his one of his droogies. Yeah, he's meeting him as a cop. Right? As old as that? Well, well, well now, he said. We have to be going. And like like this he gave Georgine. I don't think this is actually. I think I feel like we're we're meeting them, so it's not the end. Um ba 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 ba. No, we have a couple different pages yeah. here, but um Okay, it's fine. Okay. Um, 18 was not all that young age then, but what was I going to do? I don't know. Walking the dark, chill, bastards of winter streets, after idying them off this chai and coffee mesto, I kept videoing like visions, like these cartoons in the gazettes. There was your humble narrator, Alex, coming home from work to do a good hot plate of dinner, and there was this... Tista, all welcoming and greeting like loving, but I couldn't not vidy her all that horror show, brothers. I could not think who it might be, but I had this sudden, very strong idea that if I walked into the room next to this room, there was a fi- there would uh, where the fire was burning away and my hot dinner laid on the table. There, I should find what I really wanted, and now it all tied up. That picture scissored out of the Gazetta and meeting old Pete like that, for in the other room, in a cot, was laying gurgling goo goo goo, my son. Yes, 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 brothers, my son. And now I felt this baloshy big hollow inside my plot, feeling very surprised, too, at myself. I knew what was happening, oh, my brothers. I was, like, growing up. Yes, 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 there it was. Youth must go. Ah, yes. Ulysses, by the way. Um... (laughs) But youth is only Thanks. being. You but, might listen, I but, don't. but youth is only being in a way like it might be an animal, 
no, it is not just like being an animal so much as being like one of these malenki toys you vidi being sold in the streets, like little chelevics made out of tin and with spring inside and then a winding handle on the outside and you wind it up grr, 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 and off it itties like walking oh my brothers but it itties in a straight line and bangs straight into things bang bang and it cannot help what it is doing being young is like being one of these malenki machines my son my son when I had my son I would explain all that to him when he was starry enough to go like understand to like understand then I knew he would not understand or would not want to understand, and all would do all the veliches I had done. Yes, perhaps even killing some poor starry forefellas surrounded with mewing cots and, and koshkas. I would not be able to really stop him, and nor would he be able to stop his own son brothers. And so it would be, so it would idiot on like that to the end of the world, round and round and round like some bolshig gigantic like Chelevek, like old Bog himself, by courtesy of Korova Milk Bar, turning and turning and turning a vonny granzy orange in his gigantic rockers. But first of all, brothers, there was this fesh of finding some Devochka or some other or, or some other who wouldn't be a mother to this son. I would have to start on that tomorrow. I kept thinking that was something like new to do. This was something I would have to get started on, or like a new chapter beginning. That's what it's going to be then, brothers, as I come to the end of this, come to the, like, end of this tale. You've been everywhere with your little Drew Galax suffering with him, and you have vidied some of the most granzy banshees on, wait, uh, brac, brac, brach, brachinis. Brachiosaur. <laughs> brachinis. Don't those all. not exist anymore? Vidied some of the most granzy Brechinese old bog ever made, all on your old Drew Galax. And all it was was that I was young. But now, as I end this story, brothers, I am not young. Not no longer, no, Alex, like, groweth up, oh yes. But where I itty now, oh my brothers, it is all on my old knocky where you cannot go. Tomorrow is like, tomorrow is all like you, sweet flowers. You can flower. knocky, 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 but you can't Tomorrow come. is all like sweet flowers and the turning vonny earth and the stars and the old luna up there and your Drew, old droog alex all his oddy cotchy oddy knocky sing like a mate and all that cal a terrible granzy vonny would really oh my brothers and so farewell from your little droog and to all others in this story profound shooms of lip music brrr and they can kiss my sharries but you Oh, my brothers, remember sometimes thy little Alex that was. Amen. And all that, Cal. Thank you for listening to Literally Literary. Also known as complete and utter douchebaggery. We probably shouldn't have ended it. How long is this episode? Long enough. It's like 30-something. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, what do you want to talk about? You know what? What's, am I playing the song or not? Yeah, you are. Uh-oh. everyone, and welcome to another wet dream of Sean O'Brien. This is Literally <laughs> Literary, 
With us, as always, is Mr. Sean Faubernitz. I am Joey Bonnier. Oh, shit. And with us, as always, is your host, Sean O'Brien. I'm getting really... <laughs> getting really, you know, soundbite happy there. Yeah, yeah he's excited. What do they call those things? Drops? Yep. Drops. Getting a little drop happy. Dropping my pants. Drop yeah. Oh, dropping your pants? So what I wanted to talk about was Lolita. I wanted to do Lolita as the addendum episode. I don't know if this is the same. Yeah, we should add that if you have not listened to yet the... Clockwork Orange podcast. You should listen to that one first. Never mind. Food's here. Fuck oh, it. we're getting interrupted. Okay, fuck it. Well, I guess we'll just keep reading. I'm going to read anyway. There's an interesting element as far as, well, we'll just tag this on. Go ahead. Um, so a Clockwork Orange is beautiful, right? How and, so? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's poetry. It's poetry. So the is language it? of it. Yeah, absolutely. The language of it is beautiful, right? So, but yet we're, we're seeing. The images are horrific. I, yeah, but I mean, there's a there's a fine line between sort of a you know a beautiful pool of blood and the idea of a pool of blood, you know. I mean, sure. It, so I I follow. That's there's an element of language that y- when you can filter something horrific through beauty, there's an interesting juxtaposition between the two. This is an odd difference between ethics and aesthetics, right? I follow you. I was more asking to kind of get an answer I'd like. So we'll open... And you you did it. I did it. Nice. (laughs) So another great example of that is actually Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. Nabokov, sorry. And before we eat, I'm just going to read the opening of Lolita, if you don't mind. Our food's going to stay hot. I think we'll be fine. Um... Just to kind of look at the douchebaggery of beauty. Oh, God. And, and something kind of ugly. Part one. Lolita, light of my life, fire of my loins, my sin, my soul. Lolita, the tip of the tongue taking a trip of three steps down to the palate to tap at three and the teeth. Lolita. She was low. Plain low in the morning, standing four feet ten in one sock. She was Lola in slacks. She was Dolly at school. She was Dolores on the dotted line, but in my arms she was always Lolita. Did she have a precursor? She did. Indeed, she did. In point of fact, there may have been no Lolita at all had I not, been lo- had I not loved one summer a certain initial girl child. In the Princeton by the sea, oh when... You're, you're fucking killing me. This is like good stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> He's intrigued, man. Uh, in a Princeton by the sea. Oh, when? About as many years before Lolita was born as my age was that summer. You can always count on a murderer for a fancy prose style. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, exhibit number one is what the seraphs, the misinformed, simple, noble-winged seraphs, envied. Look at this tangle of thorns. That's it? Did I ever tell you guys about my wrestling name? What is it? I am the Beholder. The main character's name in this book is Humbert Humpert. <laughs>